Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normie Avaska Scales, at your disposal. Interjecting ample gratitude. Brisk morning breezes tickled, grazed, and taunted their sturdy limbs, bearing the North Carolinian and American flags, whipping, slicing the semi-Arctic wind. Two elected poster board cadets, cherry-picked by the governing founder, rather, chief mentor of the two aforementioned exemplary young men, later acknowledged, crowned, embossed, highly decorated as elder and younger or high school and middle school cadets of the year. Glee and abundant gratitude campaigned and overflowed within within my heart upon bearing witness to hearing my only son my son, only son's name, Maximo Vasquez Scale, as a recipient knighted as the 2019 Middle School Cadet of the Year. This was an honor among honors, branded, etched, ingrained within the forefront of my consciousness and memory, nevertheless. Confirmation that my incessant motherly counsel teaches, teachings, pardon me, and imparted wisdom have been exercised by him, solidifying the mantra that my efforts have not been in vain. In layman's terms, I've struck oil. I've won the lottery, per se. Not boasting, just proud. And added this score, this score, this earth-shattering feat to our repertoire of magnifying blessings. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And what, what is it that I'm speaking of, you're probably wondering. Before I digress and, and indulge and dive into the nucleus of this episode, I'd just like to note that I'm sure we've all endured, we've, I've endured, we've endured yet another eventful week comprised of celebratory events. My son and myself in particular, in retrospect, I vicariously listened to the stories about Maximo's prearranged behind-the-scenes dialogue with renowned jazz musician Branford Marcellus. I've watched him leap for joy upon passing his aviation exam. Indeed, it was a daunting, daunting, daunting ordeal, which thereby afforded his second promotion within the Civil Air Patrol. I bore witness to my son and a fellow cadet, as spoken of previously, of the Thomas Mentor, both of which are members of the, pardon me, mentees of the Thomas Mentor Leadership Academy. They both opened a local fundraising marathon by virtue of a patriotic gesture and ultimately being both acknowledged as the middle school cadet of the year and high school cadet of the year. 
As an aside, I'd like to assert that the journey towards Maximo seizing these accomplishments hasn't been the utmost graceful one, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the first to admit, not one for bringing my representative. Instead, it's been laden with an array of challenges, obstacles. Simply stated, we've endured some rough and tumble obstacles along the path to these respective and collective victories. Again, ladies and gentlemen. Hence, for these reasons alone, I feel most inclined to pause and render vast gratitude, the vast gratitude that I've been bestowed. All too often, we adults become consumed by our daily regimens and neglect to count our blessings, especially when it comes to our children. Therefore, I'm designating this moment, carving out this time and space to publicly acknowledge my beloved son via this broadcast. I couldn't have received a more priceless gift than the gifts of my son's noteworthy accomplishments. Needless to say, my gratitude has inspired this very episode. The magnitude of gratitude has been duly noted in mid-centuries. In fact, many inclusive of I stated that an attitude of gratitude yields a gamut of blessings, and I can personally attest to this. But uh, just shifting gears, I'd like to share with you an article that I'd stumbled upon, stumbled upon. Actually, there are two articles that I'd stumbled upon just to illustrate and highlight gratitude, this attitude of gratitude in which I speak of and I've spoken of in prior broadcasts. This particular article um, was actually titled, How to Cultivate an Attitude of Gratitude, so cultivating that. And it was written by an author by the name of Jessica Cassidy. And it reads, thinking about all you have to appreciate can boost your happiness and your overall sense of well-being. According to psychologists, it helps explain why Thanksgiving scores so high among American holidays, and it's topped only by Christmas, according to one recent poll. So the effects of gratitude, she says, last longer than, than we think. Feeling and expressing gratitude can make you happy in the moment. Just think back to the joy you felt the last time a friend helped you out or your partner cooked a gourmet dinner. And a growing mound of evidence shows that giving thanks can also have a lasting effect on your mood. One study from the University of Pennsylvania found that people who wrote and delivered a heartfelt thank you letter actually felt happier for a full month after. And, and the same researchers discovered that writing down three positive events each day for a week kept happiness levels high for up to six consecutive months. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. So here's some tools for thankfulness, according to Jessica Cassidy. She says, so how can you cultivate a growing sense of gratitude and its positive side effects on your own? It turns out that the tools used by psychologists in research studies, namely a gratitude journal and some thank you notes, are some of the best ones for boosting gratitude both in and out of the lab. By writing down positive things that happen to you and actively acknowledging those who've helped you to become better at recognizing the good in your life, which naturally helps you feel more grateful and thankful more often. You can also find dozens of fun gratitude activities on Happify. Make note of that, ladies and gentlemen. 
So what do grateful people have in common? Of course, the actual goal isn't to have a notebook full of declarations of gratitude, but rather to make gratitude a default feeling. According to researchers at Eastern Washington University, there are four primary characteristics of grateful people. And these are the ones that thank you notes and a gratitude journal can help tap, strengthen, and invigorate. People who experience the most gratitude and therefore the positive effects tend to feel a sense of abundance in their lives, appreciate the contributions of others to their well-being. They recognize and enjoy life's small, simple treasures. In fact, I'm going to read to you a pretty, pretty, a very clever, cleverly written and concise poem, which is titled Just That, Simple Treasures. And they also acknowledge the importance of experiencing and expressing gratitude. So train your brain for gratitude. Whether or not these attitudes come to you naturally, paying attention to life's positives can train you to see more and more of them, which will help you learn to be more grateful. You might feel blessed that good weather allowed you to get out for an afternoon run, that a stranger lent a helping hand, that you made it to the bus stop one time, or that your kids offered to do the dishes. Acknowledging these things on paper with words through Habify or even in your thoughts will help you cultivate an attitude of gratitude and with it, a boost in happiness that will last year-round. So the author, again, Jessica, Jessica Cassidy, she writes about many things, um, everything from health, fitness, and happiness for publications, which include Self, Shape, Health, Women's Health, and Family Circle magazines. Here's another finding that I stumbled upon, okay? And this is actually titled The Science Behind Gratitude and How It Can Change Your Life. This was actually written by Derek Carpenter. The benefits of, the benefits of practicing gratitude, he states, are nearly endless. They're priceless, ladies and gentlemen. People who regularly, regularly practice gratitude by taking time to notice and reflect upon the things they're thankful for, that they're grateful for, for experience, they experience more positive emotions and they feel more alive. They sleep better, they express more compassion and kindness, and they even have stronger immune systems, go figure. <laughs> and gratitude doesn't, case in point, it does not need to be reserved only for momentous occasions. So we don't have to just reserve this exclusively for the holiday Thanksgiving. So sure, you might express gratitude after receiving a promotion at work, but you can also be thankful for something as simple as a delicious piece of pie. Research by UC Davis psychologist Robert Emmons, the author of Thanks, How the New Science of Gratitude Can Make You Happier, shows that simply keeping a gratitude journal, as spoken of previously in the prior article, regularly writing brief reflections on moments for which we're thankful, can significantly increase well-being and life satisfaction. You'd think that just one of these findings is compelling enough to motivate and, 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 and ingrate into action. But if you're anything like me, this is what he speaks of. This motivation lasts about three days until writing in my gratitude journal 
every evening loses out to watching stand-up comics on Netflix. These are his words, as opposed to mine. So here are a few keys I've discovered, and he's discovered, and research supports this, which help not only to start a gratitude practice, but to maintain and sustain it for the long haul. Here's one. Freshen up your thanks. The best way to reap the benefits of gratitude is to notice new things you're grateful for every day. Aha, we just recently spoken about that in a prior broadcast. Embracing newness, everyone. Gratitude journaling works. It's effective because it slowly changes the way we perceive situations by adjusting what we focus on. After all, thoughts become things, as, as noted in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. That is, it correlates to the law of attraction. What we think about, we bring about. Thoughts become things, ladies and gentlemen. So, while you might always be thankful for your great family, just writing, I'm grateful for my family week after week, it does not keep your brain on alert for fresh, grateful moments. So be, be specific by writing, today my husband gave me a shoulder to rub when he knew I was really stressed. Or my sister invited me over for dinner so I didn't have to cook after a long day. And be certain to stretch yourself beyond the great stuff right in front of you. Opening your eyes to more of the world around you can deeply enhance your gratitude practice. So make a game out of noticing new things each day. Another suggestion is to get real about your gratitude practice. Being excited about the benefits of gratitude can be a great thing because it gives us the kick we need to start making changes. But if our excitement about sleeping better because of our newfound gratitude keeps us from anticipating how tired we'll be tomorrow night, when we attempt to journal, we're likely to fumble and lose momentum. So when we want to achieve a goal using the technique, a mental contrasting, which is being optimistic about the benefits of a new habit while also being realistic about how difficult building the habit may be, leads us to exert more effort. Recognize and plan for the obstacles, ladies and gentlemen, the obstacles that may befall you. For instance, if you tend to be exhausted at night, accept that it might not be the best time to focus for a few extra minutes and schedule your gratitude in the morning instead. Another suggestion is to make thankfulness fun by mixing it up. Again, that correlates to the newness I've spoken of previously. University of Rochester partners in crime, Edward Deci and Richard Ryan study intrinsic motivation, which is a deep desire from within to persist on a task. One of the biggest determinants is autonomy, the ability to do things the way we want. So don't limit yourself. If journaling is feeling stale, try out new and creative ways to track your grateful moments. Happify offers an endless variety of gratitude activities to choose from. His fiance, Michaela, decided to create a gratitude jar this year. So anytime she ex experiences a poignant moment of gratitude, she writes it on a piece of paper and puts it in a jar. On New Year's Eve, she'll empty the jar and review everything she wrote. When a good thing happens, she now exclaims, that's one for the gratitude jar. It immediately makes the moment more meaningful and keeps 
keeps them on the lookout for more. He also implores being social about your gratitude practice. Our relationships with others are the greatest determinant of our happiness, as previously stated. So it makes sense to think of other people as we build our gratitude. Robert Emmons suggests that focusing on gratitude on people for whom we're thankful rather than circumstances or material items will enhance the benefits we experience. And while we're, we're at it, why not include others directly into your expression of gratitude? One Happify activity involves writing a gratitude letter to someone who had an impact on you whom you've never properly thanked. You could also share the day's grateful moments around the dinner table. The conversations that follow may give you even more reasons to give thanks. So incorporating gratitude into your life is easy and fun with Happify's activities and games. Okay? I like to actually um, muster up the courage, okay, since it's just you and I, ladies and gentlemen, tonight. I want to muster up the courage to, to read you a, a very lighthearted, fun-loving, unique poem. And I'd written it to correspond to one of my favorite jazz renditions, my favorite jazz selections. It's actually John Coltrane's My Favorite Things. Of course, it was void of the lyrics. Okay, but in this case, I modified the lyrics, converted it to prose poetry, and here it reads. I present to you Simplest Treasures. Birdsong in morning and waterfalls flowing, searing hot showers and barking on hours, rousing to sweet nothing messages singing. These are a few of my favorite things. Friday noon poetry, cackling with Maxter, swooning to flowetry, sipping on ginger tea, wild gazing gawking at rouge falling leaves, dancing the samba, merengue bachata, sting milk and orange blossom honey infused drink. These are a few of my favorite things. Void of dog bites and of bee stings, and of course, feeling sad. I think of a few of my favorite things, and then I don't feel so bad. Well, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. I just wanted to, again, just to shift gears. Everything I've spoken of is, is very synonymous with acquiring and sustaining that equilibrium that I've so incessantly spoken of. And these are just merely a few strategies for keeping that, for keeping your gratitude meter, your equilibrium, your recalibrations afloat, keeping them in check, ladies and gentlemen. Always take time to point out the, the, the little things that matter, the simple treasures of life. Heed my counsel to, to stop and smell the roses from time to time. And don't be afraid to interject that newness so incessantly spoken of. I'd like to thank and applaud my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, as always, for their unwavering, unwavering support amid the year and change. I'd also like to 
applaud all of you magnifying listeners as always. Please bear in mind that this very platform and radio movement, radio platform, rests upon your very broad shoulders, so I always implore your continued listenership. And as an aside, I'd like to applaud the organizations. I hope that you're listening. Thomas Thomas Mentor Leadership Academy, Sergeant Thomas, Sergeant Larry Thomas, Larry Campbell, for carving out the time, energy, and space to impart wisdom and mentorship to these um, these young boys, these cadets, inclusive of my son and fellow cadets. I'm utmost grateful, you know, for the accolades and for the feats and, and scores that I mentioned to initially at the opening of this broadcast. And I'm not speaking from a boastful place. And also implore or like to give reverence and give, give thanks not only to my higher power, being the spiritual being that I am, as I would implore you all to do to your respective higher power. And to give that thanks to the officers and volunteers, not only within the Thomas Mentor Leadership Academy, a very noble, noble nonprofit organization here based out of Durham, North Carolina, but also the Civil Air Patrol who's who have mutually, both organizations organizations who have complemented one another to mutually, mutually draw out the best in my son, Maximo. I've clearly watched him evolve, and he can, continues to, to blow me away every single day. Until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, I thank and applaud you all and extend my utmost gratitude you know, for all of the gifts of listenership to mentorship down the line. Signing off.